0: Wyverns and Weirdos Curse of Strahd is a horror-themed campaign, and as such, contains dark themes, including descriptions of gore, violence, and other features intrinsic to the gothic horror genre. Hello! Welcome to Wyverns and Weirdos Does Curse of Strahd. I am your Dungeon Master, Darby, and joining me as always are Zoe, playing Sylvia, Emily, playing Beatrice, Laura, playing Conrad, Mitch, playing Designation42, Exley, and Johanna playing four. Let's jump into it. So where we last left off the party fought some uh, mountain folk uh, who appeared quite vicious and then had various talks amongst various combinations of them, uh, while Sevia also did some identifying. Uh, And it is 8am and the party have only been up for, well, the party have been up already for 8 hours. Uh, So, what would people like to do
1: Well, I think the plan was, because we're all a little bit beat up, so I think the plan was to wait until a decent time where we think we can get a little bit of uh shut eye and then try and get some. Uh, the issue being people's internal clocks are <laughs> saying that it is time to wake up.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, Stevie and Exley have just had a a conversation in the hallway um, about feelings, which went about as well as everyone expected it to. Um, So, Stevie is going to turn to Exley and be like, do you feel tired?
1: I do not feel that I do. I do feel that I need to rest and recover my strength, but I do not understand tired.
2: Oh, um, I guess there's not a very good, would you want to know? Do you wonder what, I assume you feel things cause you've said you feel th- things like disappointment and joy. Do you wonder what other feelings feel like?
1: I did not for a very long time. However, when I change forms, I take on the mentality of the creatures whose form I take. And in a way, they understand feelings. So when I change back to this form. I do feel less.
2: Oh. That's honestly a little upsetting to think about really in the grand scheme of things. Um, you did seem quite happy when you were that little puppy that That one time at Mordenkainen's. Do you wish you could do that more or does the fact you can feel in those states bring a sort of satisfaction?
1: There is a strength in not feeling all emotions. (laughs) However, there is also a weakness. I feel powerful in this form, but I feel content in other forms, and I do not know which one is better.
2: Oh. Well, if it makes you feel any better, I feel things all the time, and I'm not particularly content about it, so... Uh. (laughs) <laughs> oh uh, Yes, um Well, yes, um <laughs> would you I feel like we as a group need to relax as much as we and she kind of scrunches her eyebrows together as much as we can considering the circumstances, well maybe if the others are amenable to it, they don't all have to come, but would you like to spend some time in the library with me? I can read to you, we can talk about feelings if you want or I can see if there are any books in there that can actually be read or I don't know.
1: I would very much like that.
2: Uh, uh, good, good. And she kind of gets this like little pep in her step. Um, good, yes. Um, I've always liked reading to, to other people. It's, it's quite, um, you know, delightful. Uh, and if you can help them to understand something, it's always quite invigorating, really. Um, my favourite thing about getting, about uh, tutoring, um, we should ask the others, yes, uh, if they want to do that too, or if they want to... Oh, fall is very cold, we might... Hmm, I'm not sure if we can set a fire in the library, That might be frowned upon. But then again, who is there to stop us? There's not exactly a librarian, am I the librarian? I'm the closest thing there is to a librarian.
1: Um, Actually, it doesn't have the ability to look off into the middle distance, but
0: uh, if he could, <laughs> yeah. Uh, we m- should. Yeah, you do know mm- there was a decent amount of space in the library that you could set up a small fire. Okay, cool, 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 cool,
2: cool. cool. Um, let's ask the-, the others, and then we can progress from there. Yes, she puts her hands on her hips in a very determined like way and then stands still.
1: (laughs) Um, Eggsy's going to look at the posturing um, and attempt to replicate it. Um, And then we'll sort of freeze there for a little moment with his (laughs) hands on his hips, I guess. Um, And yeah, and then he'll drop his hands down to the side and continue on to the rest of the group.
2: Stevia will just watch him do that and be like, oh! Oh! oh and then, scary, 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 scary. Okay. Uh, into the room. Hmm.
0: So yeah, you rejoin the others, and do you, do you float your idea of going to the library?
2: Um, I guess if she walks in and no one's having immediate conversations um she's going to be like uh, i would like to propose an idea to the group oh yes um well uh exley and i were thinking it might be if we're all planning on having a bit of a rest before a, a reasonable time to to go to sleep that our bodies might actually um appreciate uh Maybe it would be worth our while to spend some time in the library. Uh, Even if we can't read the books in there, it might be nice just to look at something different than these walls. It also might be a bit warmer, and there should be enough space for a fire regardless. That does sound like a nice suggestion. I could, uh...
3: Sure, a good fire sounds good, and um, I'm sure you would enjoy the
2: books, uh, Sivio. Yes. Uh, that is, um, and she kind of looks over at Conrad,
4: uh, what's he looking like? Um, I think he'd, um, had like a little, like, not an argument, but he'd, he'd said something, he'd he been mildly hostile towards fall, uh, asking how he was, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, I think he was standing up against the wall, um, and he's still doing that, um, with his arms folded. Um, he did tilt his head as you, you entered and then kind of like, uh, looked at you and then looked over Exley and then just kind of like. Adjusted his uh, the the stance he's been doing, but he um he shrugs and goes, "I think that's a good idea. I have been thinking some on what to do if everyone were to be resting here anyway. But I suppose if we all go as a group, that's probably better." Yes, I um, think the library is a good place to shift our base of operations. Wonderful.
2: I was. I mean, I was going to say we didn't all have to go if we didn't want. 2 i'm perfectly used to being in libraries by myself but um if we're all willing to go it probably is the safer option and there certainly isn't a giant hole in the wall so um it might be uh yes no good i'm, I'm glad uh yes thank you
4: yes she just smiles really awkwardly was that your suggestion to go to the library or 42s Uh, she looks up at Exley,
2: uh, which is, um, I suggested it, but, uh, Exley certainly wasn't opposed.
4: Interesting. Okay. Well, I suppose if we are all going to go, we'd better get our things. Yes. And he just just, uh, stands up because he has all of his stuff anyway, (laughs) um, and strides towards the door.
2: Yeah, most of his luggage is still out the front, isn't it? Yeah, he buried it. <laughs>
4: <laughs> He's again kind of adjusted his um, uh, stance again to what Beatrice saw him um, in the previous room. Um, perhaps so- somewhat exaggeratedly, but he just kind of stands jauntily by the doorway. He's like, okay. Rem just surveys everyone else. Again, with his- still with his arms folded. Beatrice
5: gets up and walks out to the balcony and gets her rope back out and ties it to the door handle and throws it over so everybody can get down safely.
2: Mm-hmm. Solid. Good, Good idea. I, I guess I would just sorry just very quickly i just went to roll insight on conrad with a brand new set of dice and i nat one again <laughs> i am not allowed no insight on conrad he just looks i'm very not put- allowed
4: he looks put off that's all yeah oh god which she's he looks just like so most excited. of the time
2: yeah she's just so excited that he said yes to her idea <laughs>
3: Oh, well, uh, going to go grab yeah, that. Also kind of like looking at Sevier and looking like quite pleased. Um, she seems to be happy at the moment. and then, does, But then like also kind of like Darnia looks at like Conrad and looking concerned.
1: Um, as we go out the west doors, I'd very much like to be on the uh, left of Sevier and directing her attention towards the stairs and the door in which we came in when we started this adventure. Uh, So not, like, distracting, but definitely trying to avert Sevier's attention from the four dead bodies that are piled up in the corner behind her.
2: Oh! I forgot about that.
4: (laughs) I
1: also
0: forgot about that. I guess uh, roll a deception check opposed <laughs> by Sevia's perception rather than insight. I guess I'll, I'm
2: going to roll a uh, too. My passive or my normal? Uh,
0: you can make a perception roll. <laughs> I got a 24 perception.
2: Okay. okay, well, my passive is a 12. Uh, so, perception?
1: Mm.
2: That's a dirty 20. <laughs>
1: That is a seventeen from Exley. That so, is with a oh, negative one. I
5: was gonna say this was gonna help but was gonna help oh, try and disguise what was going on. Can I add he's to a that? Very small verb.
4: He um Conrad, who is standing directly next to it if I'm looking at the map correctly, quotes quirks his eyebrow at Beatrice, misinterprets her, probably looking like, oh no, I better cover that up and goes, Oh Exley, you're going to keep your mess sitting around here, we're going to take that to the library too. Beatrice just sort of face palms.
5: <laughs> makes a little chirp noise.
2: Syria <laughs> like was paying attention to what Exley was doing, but then like with all that going, it's what? What? <laughs> just because these are the mountain people bodies,
1: aren't they? Uh three mountain people bodies and the other one is uh our ex-friend. <laughs> <laughs> who Sylvia uh, technically yes. killed? <laughs> <laughs>
4: New friends. Mm. Ah! Did you need those with you to re- raise them later on? Would be better to have them with us.
1: They will not be going anywhere. It's I can come wrong. and get them after a rest.
2: He's not wrong. Quite. Yes. Good, wonderful. Where's the rope?
5: Um, so, Beatrice has already let the rope down, so everybody can go down in whatever order they wish. Beatrice will be last.
4: We'll jump down. And take no uh, damage. <laughs> oh, that's right. You don't take full damage. <laughs> okay.
0: So, yeah, so everyone but fall, roll me an athletics check to make the climb down.
2: <laughs> uh,
0: I, I will roll the uh, the potential damage just in case. Beatrice I'm pretty sure I can't take
2: any. Actually, Beatrice
0: yeah, Beatrice
5: will jump. Damn.
0: Okay, in that case, roll me a dexterity saving throw. If you're jumping. Just. Okay. Uh, yeah, just Beatrice for the save. Uh,
1: so, um, well, actually, we'll probably jump as well okay, because so that he is. Be a- <laughs> That would be a save as well. Big boy and doesn't want to break the rope.
5: 25.
0: 25? Okay, you you managed to land easily. Uh, Please take the rope. 15. Um, So you you take uh, five points of bludgeoning damage.
1: I'm attempting a superhero landing, hoping to
0: crack some of the tiles on the floor. You do, but you also crack some of the wooden plating.
5: Damn off. it.
0: Damn it. Um, yeah, I gotta fix Con-Aid that. and Sevier, the athletics checks if you are climbing, or dexterity uh-huh. saves if you are jumping.
2: That's a 10 athletics?
0: Okay, it takes you a while. You're very <laughs> reticent, but you can get down with a 10.
5: It is it not is hard. <laughs> to be honest. I That's believe it. she exley's underneath ready to catch
2: her. (laughs) yeah i was gonna say uh like last time Sevier just is not very athletic so it's quite a a, a poor slow Mm -hmm. effort with a lot of scooting so yes
4: cool connor did jump down he also rolled a 26 um so he uses the he uses the rope to repel so to kind of like he because he has some familiarity with rope work he kind of like tests it and then, looking haughtily down, most of the people already down there, um, kind of uh, kicks himself off and then just jumps down. And, yeah, 26 landing. All right. Didn't break his ankles this time. <laughs> yeah. No. And he will do the same landing that X was attempting to do. Paul <laughs> is <was> impressed. <laughs> and yeah. then he just kind of, like, gets up nice a bit one. and dusts himself off. Okay, the library, yes. Yes, um, that was quite good, Conrad. Karen looks like a kind of like huh and then kind of like um blushes is like yes well anyway library skull skull
2: skull
0: skull skull, skull so you make your way to the library um and i'm guessing fire is probably number one priority yes Um, uh, uh, Esmeralda, yeah, easily climbs the road down. (laughs) The NPC?
2: I was about to say, is it Esmeralda (laughs) (laughs) with this? keep forgetting her.
5: Sorry,
3: Esmeralda.
2: (laughs) I'm so sorry, Esmeralda. You're really cool. You're way too cool for (laughs) us. true.
3: Thor just doesn't trust her, so he's like, "Mm, okay, out of mind. Um,
0: (laughs) So, yeah, what do you want to do now that you're back in the library?
5: Beatrice immediately... Puts all her stuff down and sort of settles in uh, and starts sharpening all of her various weapons and you know sort of reshaping and whittling some um, arrows. Uh, Right in front of the stairs, like (laughs) she's right in the middle. Not she is a barrier to the stairs.
4: Uh, so Conrad had been had gone up to right to the uh, the railing on the, around the center of the room um, and then when he sees Beatrice kind of like, very pointedly stomp forward and like sit, plonk herself down mm. next to the stairs he kind of just like leans uh, leisurely onto the railing and then just like glares outwards rather than down in Beatrice's direction
1: mm. okay. um Exley wants to listen out to see if we can hear an amber Golem. Slowly but surely digging through the wall.
0: Okay. Uh roll me a perception check. Oh, okay. Uh pff, <laughs> uh twelve. Uh silence. Like you Would don't hear be- anything.
5: Enough. Would Beatrice hear anything?
0: Roll me a perception check.
5: <laughs> that was a nat twenty.
0: Uh, <laughs> it's it's a boring answer for a nat twenty, but silence. You don't Does she hear, hear
4: anything. anything else? Cool. Just yeah. some skittering like, around.
0: Yeah, like wind, yeah. bugs skittering. Um, just
5: as long as there's no thud 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 crash. Yeah. We're all good.
2: <laughs> Fair. Yep. Um Sylvia is going to uh I know she did a bit of a look around the shelves last time we were in the library. She's going to do more of a look to see if she can find a book that has non-invisible writing in it.
0: Um, How long are you going to spend trying to find it? How long are you going to spend on this?
2: How big's the library again?
0: Uh, It is... So, each... It is about a what, uh, a 50 feet by 50 feet room, uh, so about 100 meters by 100 meters, if I'm doing my conversions correctly, um, and there are six, uh, bookshelves at, uh, basically on the most of the edge walls, other than the one that has the staircase, um, they are, very tall, like twenty foot high uh, high walls Is- and thirty foot high vaulted ceiling. Um, Is
2: there any way for her to reach the upper shelves?
0: Uh, there are no ladders around. If you have any magical means, you want to try or standing any-
2: on Exley's shoulders?
1: <laughs> um, certainly try so- it. How tall would that make us? That'd be like eight, nine feet or so, yeah.
2: Yeah, she's Probably like feet, yeah. she's like five foot two.
1: Okay, so that again us about halfway up. Yeah. Um Eggsley is going to look at everything that's around. Um,
0: and see Sevia sort of looking at the higher shelves. Um, yeah. so the uh, the bookcases are ten foot tall and made of black marble. Okay, so we could reach the up. We could. Okay,
2: because the answer to your question is that um, C V has got time to kill, and this is her favourite terrain, so she will spend as long as it takes to find a book she can read. And if you can't find a book she can read, she will... Because um, I thought I had a spell that could help, but I don't think I do. So, uh,
0: so after how... So you're not going to find any books where you can read them. How long would it be before Sevier realizes this and just gives up on that plan of attack of just grabbing any book she can get her hands on and reading it?
2: 45 minutes.
0: 45 minutes, okay. Yep,
2: so everyone can feel free to do anything else in the meantime because Sevier and Exley are going through but um i guess to to jump ahead and if anyone wants to jump in and fill this time afterwards um once she realizes that uh, there are no books that she's going to be able to read um and that she still does not have dispel magic prepared until we go to bed tonight and therefore has no way of even seeing if she can decode these books um she's going to um look at Exley with her arms crossed and be like well um so i don't think i'm going to be able to read you anything from these books but um there are things in my spell book i can read you if you want
1: of course if you choose to read them i will listen
2: good okay and then she's going to um set up in the little um seats on the west side of the room and she is um on the way over going to kind of announce to the room in general but is also kind of talking to fall mostly but it's just saying in um, jail i'm going to be reading a book to Exley out loud if anyone would like to participate and listen or tell a story we are going to be doing that thank you <laughs> and then she's gonna go sit in her little chair <laughs> and like yeah where i assume she put all her bags and stuff down before
3: I guess Paul will probably, like, I don't know, sit nearby just to, like, be curious what she's going to say, (laughs) what the book will be.
0: Okay. Um, so, I'll say, if you're listening, uh, Beatrice and Conrad, are you listening at all?
1: Um, Conrad
4: isn't. Okay. Beatrice? Uh...
5: And okay. listening for anything else. Okay.
0: So, uh, Exley and Fall, uh, roll me an intelligence check. Um, <laughs> okay. just to see, just to see how, like, how much of this, like, arcane <laughs> text you actually understand. Um, and beatrice, that was three plus zero beatrice do the same thing <laughs> at disadvantage
5: is it just a straight roll or do yes, I
0: do just a straight roll
5: um so that's a
0: 15. 15 okay you're you're kind of able to comprehend it reasonably well um actually got a 14 as well 14. Uh, bits and pieces um <laughs> fall this is all going over your head
3: yeah it falls pretty much like as soon uh-huh. as they start hearing complex words that they don't understand mm. or like they're just like they instantly zone out and it's just the words are like washing over them and they're just kind of like fiddling with something
2: i will say mm-hmm. like Sevia, um it isn't all just arcane stuff like she's she's kind of starting with This, like, you know, and and these are all my evocation spells, and these are all my illusion ones, and this is the difference between this kind of school of magic and this kind of school of magic, and blah, 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 blah. And then she's kind of... She has, I think, enough social awareness Mm -hmm. to um, realize that... uh, And I did also just roll a 16 on charisma, just to kind of, (laughs) (laughs) in general... uh, she has enough self-awareness to kind of go like, oh, they do not understand. And even if they do understand, they don't really care. So she's then just kind of going to pause and then flip right to the back of her spellbook where um, like there's huge like it's a it's a very thick book. And there's a lot and a lot of blank pages for spells. But right at the back, there's just a chunk of pages that are. Um. Full of writing that all the spells, if you were looking at the book itself, like Sevia's handwriting is quite spidery. It's quite cramped and small and very narrow. And she writes very straight, but there's a lot of weird notes and amendments and things all over the page. The writing right at the back is two people's handwriting. And one of them is very loopy, almost calligraphy like and the other is almost a kind of doctor's scrawl kind of thing and the pages alternate between those two um, um and
0: Ooh. beatrice with your 15 um when sevier is going through the different schools of magic and mentions the school of divination um and mm-hmm. uh runs off probably a couple of the spells that she knows uh, from from that school I mentions identify. You do wonder you've you've seen her identify magic item items. Mm-hmm. Uh, you do wonder to yourself whether that maybe can stretch to spells affecting otherwise non-magical items or people. <laughs> what you do with this information is up to you.
2: I forgot about this idea we had had. Um, so she she flips to the back of her book and she's like, well, um, as riveting as I'm sh- sure you all found that, um, these are not spells uh, or even anything to do with, uh, well, they do have things to do with magic, but not really. These are... Um, she kind of gets a very carefully neutral look on her face for a second and then she says um these are what my parents wrote about me when my magic first started manifesting as a child uh they would write down little instances and stories just so i would remember it when i grew up because they always knew this was going to be my book uh so i have a lot of um these if you would be uh interested. It's a little more self-indulgent than I normally like to be, but I feel like it might be a little more fascinating.
3: Uh, Sure, if you'd be comfortable sharing.
1: The alternative is books with no writing in them.
2: Yes, I do at some point want to as Zoe I'm pretty sure I did cast identify on the magic on the books didn't I and I work I did not okay okay at some point I do want to work out what is happening with these books I didn't get a proper look at them before but I figure we have a lot of time before my body feels ready to actually go to sleep again so um yes uh I can read you a few of these um And she kind of looks at these pages and she goes, pick an age between, um, and she kind of does a quick flick through uh, two and nine.
5: Beatrice very quickly calls out Steven.
2: Seven. Okay. Uh, Oh, seven's a fascinating one, actually. Um, And she like, flicks through a couple of pages and this one is in the kind of a uh, doctor's scroll handwriting. And uh, when she's reading, she also before with the school of magic stuff, it was very like, like when you have a tutor and she was very like looking at the book, but mostly looking at you and like, t- 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 you're trying to see if you understood and just pfft, over the head. This, she is very in the book but not in a like hunched over nervous kind of way. Like this is just concentration, I guess is the only real way to put it.
1: As uh, Sevia is flicking through the book, um, exley for this pretty much whole time has been in like a half stand, half squat, just sort of uh, beside one of the chairs. Um, and now that the conversation has turned away from this is how you magic to this is, might be interesting. Now, um, Exley is going to try and get himself a little bit more comfortable. Um, and he's going to walk over to, um, the chair that Sevier is on and he's going to turn himself into a little black stray cat that he wants <sighs> for walking around the village and just sort of stand next to the chair and like essentially look for ups Onto the arm.
3: Full has that (laughs) moment where, like, any cat lover gets upon seeing a cat where you just, like, your your face just brightens up.
2: (laughs) Stevia's exactly the same. And she's like, that's actually quite fortuitous, actually. Um, I had a cat that looked just like you as a child.
5: Beatrice sees this and her feathers sort of stick up a little bit <laughs> and then go back down and she sort of, like, ruffles herself back down. Oh, oops. Well, they not
2: like, yes. Sylvia, uh, like, pats the arm of the chair for Exley to come up.
1: Uh, Exley will jump up onto the arm of the chair and sort of do the whole little, like, three and a quarter spins to, like... Pad the chair down and then we'll lie down on it.
2: I'm so happy. Um, also, where is a uh, fall situated in all of this? he like in one of the chairs? Is he sitting on the ground? He's just sitting on the floor. Oh, good. <laughs> yeah. Look at him. But they're,
3: they're paying a lot more attention now at okay. this yeah, topic. Cool.
2: Um, well, so, and um, she gives ex me like a little pat very quickly um and she starts reading from the book uh uh oh god what hold on one second i'm i apologize i just need to remember what the months are in this world uh uh 19th lumissa Stevia turns seven tomorrow, Uh, quite a fortuitous age for a young one such as her. Uh, Magic started manifesting quite interestingly. Today she decided to show us that she could make the cat fly. Uh, Would maybe not have been such a big deal if she were not flying with it in an opposite direction. Uh, We did think that not having as strong a focus would prevent this kind of behavior. However, it seems that she has found her own way around that situation. Uh, Clarabelle was most displeased by the situation, but did enjoy getting to chase birds. Sylvia discovered she was quite scared of heights, but does enjoy going quite fast. If she can learn to hone this magic and float only a few feet above the ground, she might enjoy the situation more. Were many twigs in her hair, had to deal with that. Looking forward to her birthday tomorrow. Hopefully she will enjoy the book. And she kind of looks up at the end of that and looks at Exley and is like, I told you, you picked a good form for this story.
1: Um, actually, did as far as cat emotions go, did get a little bit perturbed at the whole uh oh, see if you learn how to send a cat flying. <laughs> it's like
5: <laughs> oh,
2: Um Oh don't worry, I don't even know how to levitate things anymore. It's um a little above my level. You know how children are, they're far more powerful than they think they are, and as soon as you learn how to do things properly, you You get a bit worse at them. Ah Yes um there's a there's another one if you're interested and she's just gauge what people mm. want to listen to and yeah. she's going to just tell stories from when yeah. she was a little kid yeah, yeah. and they're all mostly <laughs> mishaps <laughs> although there's the occasional um excited mostly in the the calligraphy style scroll will be like kind of milestones in her magic journey, like, um, Sylvia used her focus properly for the first time today or Sylvia, um, you know, transcribed her first spell and all that stuff. That is mostly done in the calligraphy handwriting. Whereas the scroll doctor kind of handwriting is a lot more of the silly stories and will often also have little drawn smiley faces in them and stuff like that.
0: Um, so Conrad, is there anything in particular you're doing during this time?
4: Yeah, so first question um are there like so where it's like this temple does it have any plants growing anywhere or is it completely kind of derelict of like life apart from rats
0: From all the places you've seen it's been fairly derelict of um any plant life Okay. Um, yeah. Uh
4: that's fine. Um yeah. all right. So instead he will then just um kind of uh, just be pacing around the library um he will keep like trying to look at some of the books but obviously he can't read any of them yeah um so eventually he'll he'll kind of like pull them out look at that put them back in and eventually just kind of like throw one on the ground and kind of fold his arms um and then i suppose he'll probably go and find a like He'll start, we we'll, like, trying to assess where, the, where, like, the most secluded vantage point is from the, um, like, within the library from where the others are. Um, he does look quite perturbed that they're all sitting around having story time. Mm. Um, and, um, yeah. yeah. In all reality, it's oh. probably
0: that, uh, that north-western corner of the library. <laughs>
4: Northwestern corner.
0: Yeah. Okay. Kind of nestled in behind the bookshelf and by the, uh, the railing.
4: Yeah. So he does, he just goes and settles himself down there. Um, he does like, um, again, like sort of try and give himself a moment to sort of, uh, not be all upright and looking, um, uh, as com- as comfortable as he is, um, he will also take out Strad's diary. I think. Yeah, and he is going to um, to sit there and read more of that. Um, and he does also, before he, he takes that out, he takes out his playing cards that he played a match against himself for, I think. And he looks, um, he generally glances over across, uh, like, through the rails of the balcony towards Beatrice for a moment. Um, but then his, like, gaze sweeps across to the direction of, or he hears, um, I suppose, a severe, um constantly kind of talking across there i suppose he looks in the direction where he's seen Exley turn into a cat he just kind of like then looks back at beatrice and then just shakes his head and then takes out the book instead and spends his time reading stride's diary i guess yeah. um that's all he can do at this yeah. point
0: um yeah it's it's much similar to what was kind of covered in the in in the kind of two page handout. yeah, yeah. It's, it's, Um, Yeah, Yeah, it goes a bit further into detail with um, essentially the the conquering of Barovia, the the construction of Castle Ravenloft. um,
4: Yeah, and he's generally quite interested in this. and then after a little while he takes out his own diary and starts taking Mm -hmm. notes. um, Probably like within the same period of time, that Seavius Doga story time thing. Mm -hmm. Roll me an intelligence. You'll get restless eventually. Roll me an intelligence check. Mm, uh, should be good at that. Hang on. So that is um, a 19.
0: Okay. So there's bits and pieces that you pick up in kind of the the liners, like the, the um, like the the edges of the pages and the way that things are written. It's almost like what you would recognise as. Uh, a form of Thieves' Cant but not entirely like you can't quite decipher what it is um, yeah but as you read on you discover something about uh, you discover more and more about like Strad, and it. eventually you read something that Makes it click. What what this uh, code littered throughout the book is. Oh, excellent. Um, and it's not necessarily something that you can decipher, mm. but its nature is almost painfully obvious to you now. Um, uh. This this is as well as his diary, Stroud's spell book
4: interesting. Um, interesting. And I imagine probably coinciding with that exact point, probably. I imagine story times been going on for about an hour or so. He kind of like um, has to take a moment for himself as he hmm. again has this, yeah, does that strange kind of like momentary shudder um, yeah. that he has been doing. Um, he's like Excellent, good. Yes. And he starts taking more notes.
0: Now, you're aware, you would be aware that most wizards after having practiced for a while would have um multiple spell books often uh redundancies and overflows and all that kind of thing yeah um, so the fact that you have this probably doesn't mean that Stroud is without a spell book mm. um it simply means that at some point in time this was his spell book as well as his uh his diary Um, you do think that if some if someone were to spend enough time with it then they could maybe decipher what some of these spells are Mm. therefore giving you an idea of what Strahd's spell outlook is like
4: like
2: what
0: arcane tools he has at his disposal um, additionally with with enough time and precious inks, anyone capable of transcribing spells into a spell book would be able to copy them unlike a scroll um, it it can be done multiple times when copied from a spell book
4: um. yeah excellent well cool uh, kind of what we'll will like a Pre- preemptively, kind of like roughly sort of try and like copy the um some of the symbols in there mm-hmm. into his own diary, but he's tried okay. with Liz, like some little annotations.
0: Um, if you want to roll me uh and a further intelligence check to try to decipher maybe the first one, like just in the first one you come across,
4: so he now 20 that one, so it's a 23. Okay. So, um, So, I can imagine just... He just... Knows.
0: Yeah. Um... So, this this is one... This is one you're... Aware of him having cast. Um... But that's... That's the thing that kind of... Helps you to, like... Mm. Manage to... Work out. Oh, okay. So, yes. This... This means this... Which means this, me- like, it works as kind of a Rosetta Stone for you. The fact yeah, that- yeah. Um, so you recognise the formula for fireball, um, fireball. In, in Strahd's hand, in his um, his his hand, his shorthand, um, his particular uh, codes that he uses for arcane study.
4: Excellent.
0: Um, and this this will help you in part to. Further decode um, mm. other other spells within the book.
4: Excellent, cool.
0: Um, it does take a little bit of time to actually decipher it, even with the natural twenty. Mm. Um, yeah. Yeah. So probably that probably takes up about uh, three hours for that one.
4: Okay, cool. Um, so you just sit in the corner for yeah. three hours. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, all right. Easy. Yeah, uh, Sevia, what are you? Were you going to look towards books again? I think you hinted towards.
2: Yes. So she probably, yeah, does story time for a little bit. And then kind of, because Wild Shape only lasts an hour, doesn't it? So it
0: is is three now. Three hours. It is half your level rounded down as a druid.
2: Okay. Okay. Um,. So I get she does she does story time for like a little while, but there's only so many stories in the book that were kind of worth note in her childhood. So at a certain point, she kind of runs out, and she's just kind of she maybe tells a couple anecdotes as well, and then kind of gets to the point where she's like, um, well, I think that's the end of a uh, me, um. I would be uh I mean if you if you all don't mind, I'd actually be interested in just looking at some of these for a moment. I haven't really looked at them properly. Um Would that be all right? Yes, uh, that's
3: that's fine. Um Thank you for telling us the story, so it's interesting. Your parents seem to be very uh, very invested in you. It's nice.
2: Yes, well, Yes, um, like I said before, magical parents, magical child. They hmm. they wanted to see me be good. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, well, um, I'm assuming at some point maybe Exley has like done that cat thing where he's just become a little scarf.
1: Or if he's no. like
2: on Sevia <laughs> rather than on the chair, I don't know.
1: Um, well, that I'll- would be entirely up to Sevia, because um, at she- the moment, like Exley oh. is very much still Eggsley, so okay. he doesn't understand what to do as a cat. He okay. just knows he can be a cat.
2: Okay. Well, at some point, Sevia did probably put him on her lap and it's just giving him Aww. scratches. She's probably reveling in the fact that this is the only cat who's ever let her give it belly scritches and she's not thinking too hard about the fact it's Exley. <laughs> but she is gonna do that like careful cat cradle and just give him to fall. Fall looks very happy. <laughs> just, um, Exley said that he, you did, didn't you? That he quite enjoys being an animal because he can feel things more. So uh, you two can continue to feel, and I will go uh, look at books. Yes. Good. Oh, wonderful. Okay. And she gives Exley a little scratch and then very awkwardly gives Fall, like, just a pat on the shoulder. And then <laughs> it goes off to cast identify on okay. some.
0: So yeah, are you, are you picking out any particular book? Like looking for any kind of specific? You said. Settled- I think you needed to have um, yeah, your Detect Magic up to read the titles, didn't you? Yes,
2: I need Detect Magic yeah. to read the titles, but because I have that feat that means I can find information I'm looking for, if I'm looking for a book from the last time I was here, would I be able to remember part of what the Cover looked like uh, at least, and, and find the general area because mostly she's not looking for a specific one, she's yeah. just trying to refine where all the ones she remembered as being um, academic papers were.
0: Yeah, um, okay, roll me an intelligence check.
2: I can do that 100% for you. Um, I'm glad I have a really good intelligence, but that's still an eight.
0: There's, there's one you kind of vaguely remember the position of, um, that was something along the lines of, of the, uh, a treatise on, uh, on Zaydel, uh, and the properties of, uh, early transmutation.
2: I remember that one.
0: Um, and you, you go for it and you think you've got the, the right one. Um, okay. Well, then I am going to
2: camp out on, uh, one of the chairs on the, uh, eastern side of the room. Uh, I'm assume Esmeralda's just enjoying the quiet... Enjoying the knives. Uh... And she's going to cast identify.
0: Alright. So... Do all our little do-do-do-do-do-do-doos. So, after 11 minutes, um, you mm-hmm. learn uh, the following properties of the book. So, uh, this one isn't new. Uh, you probably worked this out by by trial and error from last time. Any books that leave... Like, the books are magically preserved by being in the library. Any book that leaves the library will be, uh, will come out of the effect of this spell and likely disintegrate. Um, so, uh, so the effect of the lack of text on the books, there are two ways to get around that. Um, Mm -hmm. so one of them is, uh, through the use of a true seeing spell. Mm -hmm. Um, the other far more simple, uh, far, far simpler option is to simply, uh, use the spell's command word, the spell book, or the book's command word. You don't know whether all the books will have the same command word or whether each one will have its own uh but this one has uh let me find it but this one has the yeah so this one at least the command word is exhanta
2: Exathanta. yes is it- Fan as in T-H or Fan so as in soft drink?
0: So it is E-X-E-T-H-A-N-T-E-R.
2: E-X-E-T-H-A-N. What was those last few letters?
0: T-E-R.
2: T-E-R. Exethanta. Yes. Thank you. Well, she finishes all her little hands and runes and magic and then kind of opens the book. There's... Exathanta. I'm assuming all the writing just appears.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, so.
2: (laughs) For the cinematic flavor of it, her hair kind of billows a little bit. Her Mm. two little puff buns kind of just
0: billow a little bit. All right. So. Um. As, as you start kind of uh, skimming through this book, um. You, you make note of it, it's written by a mage, uh, self identified mage of Zedel, uh, Z E I D E L, um, named Halas, uh, H A L A S. Do I know that name? Um, roll me a history check.
2: Ooh, that's good. Uh ooh
0: twenty-five. Twenty-five. So that is just enough to get like a hint of a bit of knowledge. So it's it's not someone you've studied. Uh not someone who crops up in history books all that often in uh fear law, because he is not of Fier Law. Um mm-hmm. You're not sure from your memory where this mage is from, but they, uh, you know two things. that They are very ancient and they are from a completely uh, different uh, plane of existence. Like, they, they, are, they are from a different world uh, that is its own material plane.
2: Oh just cause I as Zoe recognize that name and I don't know from where <laughs> and
0: I am. It might be about to click as you continue reading through. Um so uh you uh so this mage outlines uh his studies uh in the city of uh Zemnias. Ah <sighs> Uh, in the <laughs> wor- in a it's world problem. known as Exandria. <laughs> uh, and uh there's a few points of focus that he appears to have. Um one of them is extra-dimensional spaces uh where he is referring to uh experiments with uh with Folding space into a spherical uh, form. Mm-hmm. Um, the other is uh, a lot of stuff about transmutation uh, and replicating and altering a physical form um, to escape death in in ways separate. Uh, to the traditional uh, lichdom that most arcane mages would maybe stray towards in the quest for immortality. Um, What what, uh, Halas appears to be seeking is some sort of actual living immortality where he can create uh, and alter his form uh into this perfected form and just replicate that on and on and on. Um, oh. he, he yeah there seem oh to be references to uh to experiments uh and the beginnings of formulations of shifting uh shifting the forms of still living creatures as well um but beyond that uh it doesn't seem that he's progressed at the time of writing too far on that front
2: yep oh my well interesting and then she's going to go because she's over on the eastern side she's going to numb across to the bookshelf near conrad not even really kind of paying attention but she's just going to look around for a bit and then just grab any random book then just sit straight on the ground and identify that one as well well first she's going to say um exothanta
0: and the text appears
2: (gasps) oh good thing i didn't waste 11 minutes
0: Okay, so this and
2: one. She does a little happy dance. Um, <laughs> uh,
0: this one. Let me find it. Uh, so this is uh the uh hmm, what one? What one would be? This this is a uh, text um titled "Epitome of the Wicked." Um, and looking through it, it contains all manner of, uh, necromantic and, uh, evocation-based, um, text.
4: Um, Ooh. Would Conrad observe and connect what the, the,
0: the, the, that her saying the command word meant that she can read it now, or...? I think you're probably yeah you're probably getting to just to the point where you finished uh, working out um, working out that fireball spell now so probably yes. Actually, okay. Roll, roll cool. me a perception check just just to be certain. Oh no. Oh maybe not. Let's have a look. Because you are white. you're not too far from her because uh, judging by the token. I-
2: I will 12. say, would Conrad get advantage because he is being loud, or is that just lowering the DC? <laughs> just lowering
0: the DC. <laughs> okay. Cool. Twelve. Twelve. Uh, considering you're basically on opposite sides of the same bookshelf, twelve is enough.
4: Hmm. Okay. Interesting.
0: He takes a note. And while she hasn't explicitly said that Exethander is the command word, You've, you've, you're you you able to pick up through, like, context clues of, like... She starts to, like, pick up books, say Exophander, read through them a bit, and... He
4: observes her for a couple of moments, and then... Realises she's not really paying attention to the fact that he's even there, because he's got a pretty good vantage point. And then he will just reach around uh, and grab the nearest book, and then... Kind of look around a little bit and go, oh, yeah. hmm. Exathanta and then check okay. to see if anything happens
0: okay, so uh Uh-oh. yeah, the te- looks through his own book yeah the uh the text uh starts to form he uh, looks delighted <laughs> I'm, I'm huh.
4: remembering- simple, and he takes a note into his diary with the command uh,
0: word, yeah. So this is a, uh, this, this book is, um, is, is a more of a historical tome, um, uh, though, uh, no less gruesomely titled Defiler of the Dead, um, which upon skimming seems to be a history on couple of different uh, necromancers. Um, Interesting. Not, yeah, Not particularly an instruction manual of any by any means, uh, but uh, is is the histories of a few notable necromancers.
4: Okay, he, he marks a couple of pages and, and he's similarly to CV if he's going to start grabbing books and looking through them. Um... Each time checking to see if she, if she's paying attention, if she's not, then he's gonna grab a book and do the same.
2: Well, I was just about to say, how close does Comrade get to Sevia and do I have to roll for her to get her nose out of her little books? Uh, <laughs> they like reach for roll, the same
4: book. Sec- her <laughs> hand's touch.
2: <laughs> he draws a knife.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much.
2: Ooh. That was decent. Seventeen.
0: Seventeen. Um, Yeah, you do notice that Conrad is starting to have a look through various books and and saying the command word.
2: It's fascinating, isn't it? Uh, Yes, yes. What ones have you grabbed? Might have been quite interesting.
4: Uh, Mystery history books. There is no category for these sorts of books, it seems. No, they are quite scattered.
2: I feel like Barovia does not follow the same uh, organizational system in their libraries as Fierlaw did. So there probably isn't, like, as much. I'm sure given enough time I could work it out, although we're not really meant to be staying here for very long. Um, I'm talking yes. too much. I'm sorry.
4: Mm. Yes, it is interesting. Some strange enchantment upon the books, it seems. Yes, they're also,
2: the reason those ones disintegrated before is that all these books have been charmed to, they're preserved in here, almost like a, like a museum to knowledge, but as soon as you take them out of the library, the magic is gone, it ends at the doorways. Hmm. Someone certainly did not want any knowledge to leave this room. No, uh, from what I can tell, this used to be a wizard's tower uh, and a I temple. Supe- I suppose if it was a private library, that's understandable. Yes, uh, although even in places of study, wizards can be quite fickle. Although I know none in Fiorello as fickle as this, but
4: yes, past them. I suppose it is not. If one has possessions they wish to keep to themselves, it is not uncommon to booby-trap them, but it is a bit of a wasteful way to do so. Yes, I mean, many wizards do uh, protect
2: their books. Uh, Moden Kainen did with his. I honestly am planning to do with mine uh, by the time I graduate. So it makes sense. But to do it to a whole library and the same for all of them instead of individualised. It's quite, it's interesting,
4: really. It it does make you wonder what sort of knowledge is in this library that they would go to such measures to well, keep it she, here. And she kind of
2: scoots a little closer to Conrad too, not like to be secretive just because she's excited. And she's yeah, like, well, I actually, don't scoot away. the first one I grabbed is... Much, I I know uh, we are on a different plane of existence and therefore this doesn't actually mean quite a lot. But the first one I grabbed is from a completely different plane of existence, a a completely different world, its own material plane. Like us, it's as foreign to Barovia as we are. So this library could be filled with knowledge from... From multiple planes of existence, which would explain why they want to keep it secret. But I wonder if wizards powerful enough to get all of this together from different worlds.
4: Why would they leave willingly? It does feel more like a. Case of stolen knowledge in that case, if it is a collection of books from different places or coveted here that may not leave again. That is. Strange.
0: I suppose
4: I could not always uh, as we have learned uh, this was once a place that could be traversed too easily, not locked away, as with Strahd.
0: Mm. So, um, another thing that you pick up on uh, while going through these books is that with enough time or like you get the impression that there are vast as, as well as these theory books there are vast amount of actual spells contained in this book um in fact if you were to spend enough time uh you would actually be able to find basically any spell contained within oh, wow. the core books within this library so anything from the player's handbook from Xanathar's Guide or from uh, Pasha's Cauldron of Everything um, wow. is contained within this uh, library. Uh, meanwhile uh, Fall, Beatrice, Exley, was there anything you three wanted to do?
3: Um, yeah, I guess like shooting back to like when a little bit after like Fall's just been playing padding <laughs> Exley. As a cat. Uh,
0: Paul's and just going to be like, yeah. It's probably around about that time where, where like, uh, Sevier and Conrad are looking at the books that X. Oh, nice. Go, Ten- yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. Um, Paul's going to be looking like quite yeah. contemplative and then we'll be like, um, I guess to like just generally to Beatrice and Exley. Um, hmm. there's notes by, uh, Sevier's parents. They were interesting. Um, they certainly seem to care about Sevia's development. Uh, uh, it's, uh, it's a weird question, but what are families normally like? Uh, uh, Beatrice, what were your parents like?
5: <laughs> Beatrice sort of just chicks and looks contemplative for a moment. And then they, they were loving. They gave us what they could. They were a a little bit older. Uh, I have some older siblings, older sisters. They were pretty much fully grown by the time they had me. So, you know, big family. in a a bad place. Made the best of. They tried to make sure that we had enough to eat, and that we were safe. And,
3: um, I don't know, did did you have to work
5: for them? Did they look at your progress? No. I mean, by the time I got old enough, I learned to hunt, and I, I was the main hunter for village, but uh, apart from that, uh, no, they were just normal bears, you know? Hey, good for you, kid, you know? <laughs> uh, sure, okay. Sorry, that's uh, a weird question. I... I've seen much on my travels of other kinds here. Uh, some are not that great. Some are more interested in putting all of their hopes and dreams onto their children than making them live it out.
3: Yes, I think I've come across a little bit of that before. It's They are trying to figure out what's exactly normal is in the family sense although I guess the bonds of um family don't really change the norms of humanity
5: of people Hmm. what I always tried to do with my own children was make sure they knew they were loved and that I would keep them safe I could and at that she sort of shifts and like faces away from fall from and actually Faces a big case
3: oh man fall looks like um very conflicted about this statement just very confused and just thinking deeply and just kind of like hmm um draws into themselves a little bit hmm and I guess, I don't know if anyone roll, I don't know. Does anyone roll a perceptional insight on full? If anyone will be doing that, I'm not sure.
1: That's all Exley does. he, like, <laughs> analyzes everyone in this group. <laughs> so, uh, would I roll or would I use a passive? Because that's uh, just what I do. Probably passive for this. Okay. Um, so, 20 then.
3: Oh, Jesus. <laughs> okay. Um, well, you notice that for I guess they have a mixture of like longing and conflicted, and they're thinking deeply. And I guess you find it quite strange that they 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 look they look at Conrad quite a bit, like they're thinking hard about something. Yes, and then they're just kind of like drawn to themselves.
0: So, um, I guess the rest of your, uh, downtime passes, uh, you, you clearly, uh, those who are reading, continue to read, uh, the rest of you do as you desire.
1: Um, there was one really quick thing that I wanted to do. Um, after that whole conversation, uh, happens, um, And then Exley sort of jumped off of Fall's lap and onto the table and is just sort of sitting upright and just sort of listening to the conversation. And then when no one asks Exley about his family, he sort of toddles off. (laughs) Um, (laughs) um, And he is going to go over to just like a bunch of bookshelves and he's just going to look up at all of them and start to smell the books. Is there... uh, (laughs) mainly looking at the books on, like, the higher shelves or in corners or anything like that. Um, is there a book that smells different or, like, smells older or, or you know, anything exciting that way?
0: Roll me a perception <laughs> check. Okay.
2: <laughs> what book would smell exciting to a cat, Darby? He's got
0: a cat anymore. Just... Oh, I am a cat. Oh, I'm still a cat. turned back into a cat. No, this I never this, changed. This, this has been more than three hours. No, no, oh, no, no.
2: Cause the conversation with Fall and Beatrice was while oh. Sevier and Conrad were doing all that. Got yeah, a which, wild was, time after, which stuff was after going the on.
0: three hours. Otherwise Conrad would have been too involved in the
4: He oh, just no. put a bookmark in his stuff. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. I mean this- I can turn oh. back
1: into a cat if you want. I had a short rest. I can. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I'll I'll mark off another one of those okay. wild shapes then.
0: yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, So I am still a cat. And you're about to have a, a long rest anyway. Um, yep. Um, oh, God, I need to use cat things. Yeah. It's the cat's um, perception, I believe. Not
1: yeah. Yes, which is a plus three. So 21.
0: 21. It's... It. They're all <laughs> old books. Okay. Like... <laughs>
1: um, in that case, I just get up on, like maybe the third bookshelf that I go to, I just like climb up to the tallest shelf and okay. I'll just kind of nestle myself in between some of the books. And maybe after like five or six minutes, I'll just push one of the books off the shelf and I'll go up to the next book and then maybe like just start to nut. and I'll just try and get it to that balance point where it's not quite off the shelf, but it's almost off the shelf. Which okay. And I'll do that for as long as I can. <laughs>
5: Yeah. Which, who, who were you closest to? Would you
1: be closest to? Ooh, well, about the third one, I would have started on the left. Um, honestly, if Beatrice hasn't moved, probably up to Beatrice.
5: Beatrice which hasn't moved. So the second a book hits the floor, Beatrice will sort of sit upright and look at it and then look up at, at
0: Exley. Now, as that. Here's the thing. These are hefty terms. Roll me a strength check with the cat's strength <laughs> as a cat to see if the cat is even able to.
2: I feel like it should be an advantage because cats are
1: wily. No, <laughs> I have a minus four to strength. I know. Okay, um, that is a six. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. No. Can I, like, try and get my you hand in can, you can try and, like, again. open one of the
0: tomes? You, uh, I want to
1: I wanna do it for as long as I can. You can't...
0: Yeah. Uh, so, try again.
1: Oh, God. You so, want me to roll again? Yes. I'll just keep doing it. That's lower. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like, how many times is actually going to... Because they're fairly tightly in on these bookshelves. You can't open them while they're on the, the bookcase. Okay. Um...
1: How just t- kind of scratch at the top, yeah. Yeah, as long as it takes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is so what he is now doing yeah. in cat form. Eventually you get a couple down. Awesome. If it, I can, I, I want to make a like while, a
1: little... Right? A spot that I can sort of back myself into. Okay. And then just sort of watch over my new domain.
0: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note... Uh, <laughs> as, as time it's passes... Uh, towards a more reasonable time to take a long rest uh, as as you reach uh, around uh, what would it be 4pm uh, um, which would take you as being up for 16 hours that's where we're going to leave it for this alright
4: thank Thanks
1: you everyone listening. thank you all very much
0: have a great week see you next time is <laughs>